Hello, hello. Welcome back to my Big Sisters podcast. I didn't upload last week. Guys, I'm sorry. What did I do? Oh, I did something last week that I can't tell you yet. I'm waiting. You know how it is. It's not because I'm trying to be, I'm cool as fuck. I'm just, you know, some shit is just, um, for privacy, for safety, for shit like that. You know, I have to protect some things. Anyway, welcome back. I'm your host, Tina Kay. I'm sorry I missed last week, but it just, you know, when the time gets away from you, ooh, my mouth is getting dry as I'm sitting here because I'm also stressed the fuck out. (laughs) So stressed out. I'm so stressed out. Okay. Currently, let me describe to you what's happening right now. Currently, I'm in my room. I might actually walk down to the basement because we're having something done in the backyard. I did not, excuse me, I did not plan for the level of noise that it was going to be. I don't know why I thought it, I knew it was going to be noisy. I just didn't know how noisy. So I just, you know what I mean? I just didn't plan correctly. Things got away from me, blah, 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 blah. Like I've said before, I never want to be inconsistent, but when you do this by yourself, it just, it happens, you know, because I do everything. I do everything by myself in, in, when it comes to my work. So any things that I do that I post, anything that I, any things that I do behind the scenes, I don't have a team. Okay. <laughs> I would like one. I'm working on it. That's what, that's part of what I was doing last week that got, that got away from me. One day we'll talk about priorities and ADHD and and shit like that. But, you know, sometimes I have to make those executive decisions. It feels so weird to not have my big mic because I'm using a little microphone. Um, so that way I can run downstairs if it gets too loud up here, which I might because I feel like they're getting closer to where I'm sitting. (laughs) Anyway, I had to prioritize. I had to prioritize different things. Oh, wait, is this still recording? Hold on. Because I'm using my, yes, it is. I'm using my phone because I wanted to be able to run downstairs if I needed to. If the audio sounds different, I'm using a different mic. That way I can escape the noise because I didn't want to go another week. And I'm pretty sure this will be done tomorrow. But I don't know if I'll be available tomorrow to record. So I just wanted to do this anyway. And that way, if I have to run in the basement, whatever, I could pick up. And if anything, I'll get in the fucking car because I ordered this mini mic. It's so cute. That way, if I need to leave or like record out of the house or, you know, I'll always have a little mic like vacation or something. Anywho, I wanted to prioritize. What I was saying is I wanted to prioritize something else because in the long run it will pay off so i was prioritizing something that will hopefully lead to more studio equipment um hired staff in a studio um editors a producer you know what i mean people i can pay to help me with this because i have very good news despite what some people believe (laughs) My podcast is doing really well. I can't fucking believe it. I thought it was just going to be us. And, you know, I barely promote this shit. So I don't know who is telling who about what. But 
the fucking downloads, because I could see all the analytics on the back end from how I upload and it's doing very well. Okay. And I do it without video. Okay. Humble brag. I don't even post video. I don't post clips. I did for a a brief period of time and I will go back to that again. I'm working towards upgrading everything and I will go back to having video content today. I, I mean, I probably could have, but I just didn't know how, how loud it would be. I didn't, you know, I'm working on it and it's going really well. So it kind of re-motivated me to invest more into this. Um, (laughs) so I could get some fucking brand deals too, because it's not, you know, you take out time to do everything, but podcasting, you don't make money. (laughs) You really don't. You make money. If you get signed, you make money. If you get sponsored ad reads, You make money if you sell merch, which I mean, do we want to do that? I want to because I want my own shirts. Like I would love um, big sister merch or something like that. And that way, you know, we've talked about this. When you see the shirt, like, you know, oh my God, you listen to whatever. I would love to upgrade everything to try to generate some type of income. But it's, you know, it's not like YouTube. Like YouTube, eventually you, you earn money from post just posting your content with podcasts it's always free to listen and unless you do like patreon merch um sponsorships and stuff like that it's it's a lot of time with you know not not any pay which is okay i still want to do it no matter what because it really does make me happy but um yeah you got to figure other shit out on the back end so i apologize for missing something and you know letting letting the schedule get away from me but I'm hoping in the future, because we're coming up on a year, guys. We're almost at our one-year anniversary, which is my birthday. I was going to do a puppy yoga class on my birthday with Woof Wellness, but they recently got back to me and they want to switch it to August. I could probably, here's the thing, I could probably fucking organize, because you know I've organized a makeup class before that sold out within an hour, I think. The ticket sold out so quick. The class was filled. And I organized all of that by myself. I didn't do it with my talent manager at the time. I didn't do it with an agent. I didn't do it with a coordinator. I did that from top to bottom on my own, including the custom goodie bags that I built on my own. Thank you very much. So, you know, I could probably organize that shit by myself, but I'm like, I already spoke to the coordinator. So, and I don't want to handle the monies because when I did the makeup class, I knew what to do with the monies because I collected the monies. It wasn't donated. I made the tickets cheap. So there really wasn't any profit, by the way. (laughs) If you ever do a class, you will lose money. (laughs) I lost money doing the class, but I didn't want the tickets to be expensive. And that's what I want for the puppy yoga as well. I don't want the tickets to be too expensive. And I want all the money to go to the organization. And I don't know how that works. I don't know how the fuck that works. Okay. I'm not trying to add to my list of shit that I need to teach myself anymore. Like, Jesus, I do everything. I learn everything. It's one thing at a time. So I'd rather do it with someone who's already like knows what to do. And I just have to show up and, you know, help with a little bit of coordination. But that I know I mentioned it to you guys before, and that's going to be pushed back to August. But our one year anniversary is my birthday. So what are we going to do? What are we going to do? I'm thinking I will. Maybe we'll do a birthday party episode and I'll, I'll rent a studio or something. But that's what's on my mind. Let me know what you think. 
Um, what are we going to get into today? I have my drinks. I have an interesting one today. First, I have, yeah, oh, wait. Yeah, I drank my coffee already. <laughs> I was going to say I have cold brew. No, I drank the cold brew. And now in my coffee cup, I have my sparkling water. This sparkling water is from Romania. It's called Borsec, B-O-R-S-E-C, Queen of Mineral Waters. Um, we found a Romanian, what would you call it? I guess a Romanian kitchen or um, restaurant, and they also sell Romanian products. So like mineral water products, right? Yeah. Mineral water, just stuff that is sold in Romania as far as food and goods and stuff like that. And it's so good. I mean, what's the difference? It's the same thing as other mineral waters. But let me tell you something. When I was in Romania, this is years ago now. When I was in Romania, my fucking skin and hair looked amazing. And all we drank were these bottles and bottles of this mineral water. So I I'm, I have this big bottle of it today because we had got a bunch of stuff for Mother's Day. Um, if you're Romanian, you'll know. We got Meech and we got, what else did we get? Oh, they told me and I, I can't remember how to pronounce it, so I apologize. But we, we got Meech and a bunch of other stuff, um, pickled veggies and and. That's what we ate for Mother's Day. It was it was really nice. We hung out in the backyard and bar because you could barbecue the meat. Oh, so fucking good. And I think we have some left over. But obviously, when we went, we got a ton of stuff and, you know, put them in the freezer and everything. I think we might do that for Memorial Day as well. Um, but anyway, what are we getting into for today's episode? Vanderpump Rules. Did we talk about that at all? I can't remember. Vanderpump Rules. And unpopular opinions um you guys sent in your unpopular opinions i have my unpopular opinions oh am i gonna holy shit am i gonna be able to pull it up while i'm recording let me check i think so hold on guys i apologize this is a messy episode let me see can i pull it up okay wait i have it here am i still recording Oh, I think I can. I think I can. Let me check one more time. Um, yeah, so I asked you guys, I've I've wanted to do unpopular opinions, and it does really well on the podcast as well. So you guys happen to really like listening to this. <laughs> um, so I asked you guys, what are some of your unpopular opinions? And of course, I have my own, but you know the rules. So this is unpopular opinions round two. If you're new here, here are the rules. You're not throwing me under the bus. I will be asking you, what is your unpopular opinion? And we'll do th- we'll do this again. So this is unpopular opinions two. And I'm thinking we'll just do two a year because we've already done this. Oh, no. Do we do three? Yeah, we did unpopular opinions. Then we did Am I the Asshole? Yeah, so this is Unpopular Opinions 2, part 2. So you have to send yours in because you're not just throwing me under the bus. And then when you send yours in, I comment comment on it, okay? Are we going to talk about Vanderpump? No, you know what? I'm not going to talk about Vanderpump. 
because I probably have to go talk to the contractor sooner than later. Um, so this, I can't, you know, really take my time on this episode. Also, the reunion is this week. This episode is going to be out tomorrow, Wednesday, the 24th. And I think the reunion is the 25th. So I'd rather just wait and, um, do I have time Friday? No, I don't have time. I'm going to try to wake up early, make time Friday, and maybe I'll do like a recap. We'll, we'll circle back to Vanderpump. Okay. Very excited for the reunion, by the way. If I can go on live or something, I will. I'll either do it on TikTok or on Instagram, My Big Sisters Podcast. By the way, I can't get back into the TikTok, My Big Sister, on TikTok. I'm trying to sign back into it. I don't know what the hell I did. So that's why I haven't posted anything there because I don't know how to get back into the account. I've just been on my personal at Tina Kosnick on TikTok, but that's what's been going on with that. If anything, I'll go on live on the Instagram. So just, you know, I'll post, okay? I'll I'll keep you updated. So that way we can kind of hang out while Vanderpump is on. (laughs) However, I don't have Bravo. I watch it on Peacock. So I think you guys are going to see it before me. I don't have Bravo. I don't have cable, guys. I don't know. Do you guys have cable? I have all of the streaming networks. I have even Amazon and HBO. I have um, Peacock. Hulu, Netflix. Is there any more? I had Paramount, but I canceled it because I think I just did Paramount just for the Army Hammer documentary. So I have them all, but I don't have fucking cable. Am I supposed to? I also have the smart TVs, like the Samsung. What's that called? The one with the art. And they have channels, but I don't think I have fucking Bravo. So if there's a special way to stream it, can you send me a DM and tell me what to do? Otherwise, I'm just going to watch on a Peacock. So we'll circle back to that. Okay. Ooh, listen, this is unpopular opinion submitted. This is not to start crazy debates. Okay. This does not mean I'm going to tell you my opinions on it. It doesn't mean like I fully agree with what people send in. So don't get yourself all worked up. This is supposed to be fun. And, you know, it's just supposed to be fun, something to laugh at. There's so many serious things going on. We all have personal stressors. Oh, my God. I didn't even say that. Okay, wait. I'll circle back to that. We all have personal stressors. We also have per- we all have personal things going on. The world is a scary fucking place, okay? So this is supposed to be fun. It's not supposed to stress you the fuck out. It's supposed to be like, you know, the podcast is kind of like an escape from the everyday shit that we go through. It's not supposed to agitate you or trigger anything. Okay. So don't, don't make it too deep. We're just having fun here today. Hold on. I'm going to have to, there might be a jump cut because I'm going to have to go and check if you can, I don't think you can hear the fucking noise. I really don't because I have this little microphone. Okay. Anyway, I'll just continue. All right. Do you get it? Do you get the rules? (laughs) Before I do this, wait, I forgot to say thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So many of you guys sent me such lovely messages about um, the last episode where I explained to you, you know, how I found out how I was diagnosed. And I really appreciate the nice messages. I'm not going to get too into it because we can always have another episode talking about that. But I did want to say thank you. And I read every message 
And it means a lot to me. And a lot of you are right. You know, it's it's been so healing to have this type of community. And I wanted to make sure I said that. Okay. Let's get into unpopular opinions. Some of these might be repetitive, but that's okay. Because maybe some of you didn't even listen to the first one. I'm not going to remember. I don't remember what was on the first episode. They might be repetitive. Anyway, somebody wrote, I'm not going to say any names either. This is anonymous. We're going to read yours first. Then we're going to read mine. Dogs are better than cats. (laughs) Um, you know, (laughs) I just think they're so different. They're too different to compare. I think it depends on your personality. However, I saw something on TikTok within the past two weeks and it said a lot of people are cat people, but they think they want a dog because they've never had a cat, but really they want a cat. And I think that's so true because I think a lot of dog people, and this is something I only, re- I'm, I'm walking away because I'm worried that you can hear, do you hear me walking? I'm worried that you can hear the fucking drilling. It's a little more quiet in here. Um, I, okay. Now that I'm a dog parent, I kind of get that because I, I see people who have dogs, right? And you know that I do all the super dog. Sorry if the audio is crazy. Listen, we're making do it's, i never said it was going to be a good episode. Okay. It might not be. Um, now that I'm a dog mom, and I take it, you know, I'm hyper serious about it. Share is my child. I did school. I research as much as I can. And I'm obviously not perfect at it, but I really do my best. And observing other dog parents, I fully agree with that. So I don't think it's dogs are better than cats. I think you need to really research and almost, almost like do a trial run you could take a foster in. There's tons of programs now for all of these dogs who don't have homes where you could even go to a shelter, take a dog out for an hour or two, go to a park, take it home so we can hang out with you and then bring it back. They call it, they call it something, but they call it something different in every rescue. And it's just to get the dogs out of the shelter for a little bit, get them better socialized. If your friend has a cat, maybe pets it for them. If your friend has a puppy, pets it for them. Do something where you can give it a trial (laughs) because there are a lot of people who have dogs and really they want cats, okay? Because dogs, it takes, you can, I, this is my personal opinion. I don't think you should get one if you don't have the time to properly train, if you don't have the time to, if, okay, this is on my personal list, but it ties into this. I put on my unpopular opinions list that if you're not excited to go and walk your dog, you shouldn't have one because even if you have a backyard, you still should take them out. You should still find ways to put them on a leash, go have fun with them. And if you're not excited, if you don't look forward to it, if the thought of having to go walk your dog possibly three to five times a day, even if it's 10 minutes, it's not for you. You you can't, there are other ways, like there's weebie pads and all that, but the real way is to get them outside, 
properly socialize them, take them for some exercise and give them a fulfilling life. If you don't want to do that, if the thought of going to walk your dog and then cleaning their paws when you get back in the house is annoying to you, if you think that's going to be like annoying, you probably shouldn't get one because that's genuinely the least of it. Like that's the least of it. There are so many other things you need to do to keep them on a schedule, to keep them healthy, to keep them happy and to give them a fulfilling life. And this is why there's so many in shelters because people think they want to do that until they have to do it and it's fucking pouring and it's snowing or it's super hot or you don't feel good. I had COVID and I was outside walking her. (laughs) Like (laughs) it's fucking hard. Sometimes I don't want to say it's hard because I'm very grateful. It could be, it could be a challenge sometimes, but I, I love it. I love walking. I love being outside and walking. I love walking around. I love community. I love talking to people. I talk to strangers. Okay. (laughs) I tell you guys all the time, don't talk to strangers, but I mean like within my community, like neighbors and stuff, I talk to people. I love being outside and walking her. I think if you don't feel like that, you probably shouldn't get a cat. Okay. And you might think, you don't like them, go, go hold a cute ass kitten. You're going to fucking love it. And I think that's really what it is. People think they want a dog, but they don't, they want a cat. So I don't think it's dogs are better than cats. I just think that some people don't have that in them. They don't have that level of empathy and patience to really care for how a dog is supposed to be cared for. Okay. The next one (laughs) Eight to five jobs are scams. Oh, do you mean like 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. jobs are scams? Um, Yeah. The whole hour system, like the way the hours are, the 40-hour work week, I think is a fucking scam. I think that you can get a lot done in less hours. And I don't know who they're kidding because I've been in different offices and people just, just being in the office think about your office. Nobody is fucking sitting there working nonstop like Dwight Schrute from the office. Okay. They're not They're You know, you fuck around some days like <laughs> you, you don't work nonstop. You just don't, but you're forced to go to the office and be there nine to five or whatever the 10 to six, whatever the schedule is. You're not working nonstop. You can get more done. So say if they changed the schedule to like Okay, you come in from 9 to 1 p.m. People would probably get the same amount of work done and be happier because they leave at 1 p.m. They could still go to a doctor's appointment without taking off of work. They could still go food shopping. They could still go to the gym. They could pick their kid up from school without stressing. They could have more of a, of a life that feels like it's worth living and still get their work done especially the men. Okay. We don't have to get into all that right now, but men do not work as much as women do in an office. They get away with so much more. Those double long lunches fucking around in their, in their boys office down the hall. Like it's just different. Okay. So I agree. I think the whole work week is a scam. I think it could be less hours and people would be way more productive. And I think if you can do a hybrid schedule and if you can work from home, I think people are just as productive because they're more comfortable. 
they're more comfortable. Like if I would have been able to go to the office in when I would commute into Manhattan, if I would have been able to work in ASICs in baggy clothes, I probably wouldn't have had such a hard time because traveling there in work professional clothes that I guess made me look attractive and getting stalked and harassed and just feeling so much of my time feeling stressed, having feeling like I was being sexualized, whatever, outside on the way to work really made it terrible for me. That if I could have went, I mean, yeah, I could have changed, but what, and have my bag be heavier than it was? Like my bag was already heavy. It's just a pain in the ass. If I could have went and had maybe an easier schedule, a hybrid schedule, been able to be in clothes where I could cover up even more because I was already wearing baggy stuff. But then it was suggested to me to like dress better. And I'm like, (laughs) it's not that I can't dress because I can dress, honey. It's that I don't feel safe. Like, I don't know how else to communicate that. And nobody else had, you know, I'm not going to go into it, but I agree. I think a lot of the way that the work week is set up is a scam. I think that employers don't give people enough credit. I think that a lot of people, including you guys, would probably be just as productive, if not more, if you were given more allowance to actually enjoy the life that you're funding. Because we go to work to make money. And then to what? Get home at seven, eight o'clock just set up for the next day. And then you only have two, that depresses me even thinking about it. Then you only have two days to be with family. And some people have to work two jobs because their first job doesn't make enough money to support anything. These wages are not livable. The whole thing is a scam. So eight to five is a scam, but the whole thing is, I think, I think the schedule needs to change. Okay. Moving on. Two people said Beyonce is overrated. Okay, here's the thing. I I think I think so too. I think she's very talented and I think that the performances are amazing and the bodies of work are amazing, but a lot of it is like what what makes it so different from other people because other people put on great performances and they don't have this like it's almost like Beyonce is like a different being, like a different level of stardom. But really, she doesn't even write her own music. Like the talent is just in the way that she puts together the entire craft. My thing with Beyonce is she, I think she's talented, right? But I don't get what people find. Like to me, I'm very about authenticity. And she's been famous since she's like 17. She's been in the She's been doing this for a very long time. What type of real life experience does she have? Like, let's be for real. When when was she working a fucking nine to five, busting her ass in fucking, you know what I mean? When was she doing that? She's been a performer from the start. Like, she's not singing about stuff that she's actually been through besides when her husband cheated on her. And we don't even know if that's real. We don't even know if they made that up or she just needed a storyline. And even if she did, he cheated with another celebrity. 
like she's not she's not singing about experiences that you and I can actually relate to. It feels relatable because she was cheated on, but she was cheated on in a billion dollar home. Like the whole situation is different. And that's the part where I'm like, she can't relate to me. <laughs> you can't. She she don't have those life experiences that we have. Like, I'm sorry, she doesn't. She's she, and she does. She never she never acknowledges that either. I know she says that she's privileged and stuff. But when have you ever heard? She doesn't interview at all. But let's be for real. She can't interview. That's why she doesn't interview. She can't. What is she going to talk about? What is she going to talk about? The only times that she gets out of the house, she's on these million dollar vacation. Well, I don't know if they're a million dollars, but she's on these vacations with security and privacy. She's not living. She'd never lived a real life. <clears throat> Excuse me. My allergies too. Oh my God. She's never lived a real life. She's never hustled a nine to five. She's never worked two jobs at one. She's never. And if she did what, when she was a teenager, like I'm talking about adult woman stuff, uh, the shit that we go through. Her entire life has been very privileged and she's not a Nepo baby, but like she, she had an early start and there's a lot of privilege in having both your parents be able to afford hustling for you, making your costumes, setting you up for success. Like that's what, that's what I don't get about it. I think she's a talented artist, but I, I'd, ra I'd rather give my money to something I relate to more to people who can really create works of art that they experienced from like their their art comes from what they actually like cardi b actually experienced a lot of shit that she talks about she is not from wealth she hustled the whole time and that to me is way more that that's that's way bigger to acknowledge and i feel like there's a lot more strength to it and maybe that's just me being unfair but that's just my opinion that's why i personally think she's overrated because where, where is she getting this content from? It's all somebody else's story. That's why she can't write her own songs. That's why she can't do an interview because they're not her stories. Her only story is that she's a hard worker at what she does, which is a performer. But she, everything else, she can't write her own songs. Write her own songs about what? Everything would be about Jay-Z and the kids and being a millionaire and knowing other celebrities. Like that's, what is she going to write about? What is she going to write about? She's never lived a real life. She's been a popular performer since she's 17 years old. And Destiny's Child made it big quickly. And then she made a big, come on. Anyway, moving on. This one is very controversial. Somebody wrote pronouns. I'm laughing because she also put an emoji next to it. And here's the thing. I think there's... I think there is an age thing when it comes to people's opinions of pronouns. And I think that something nobody has addressed yet or, or if they did, I didn't hear it. So please send it my way. If you see some type of video on this, I think our each generation doesn't really understand the other. And I was talking about this with a friend recently, and I was talking about how we really don't know how hard the generations had it before us because they only had what they had. Like, think about it. They only had what they had. Do you know what I mean? They didn't have iPhones. They didn't have internet. They didn't have chat. G, G, P, T. Is it? 
GPT. <laughs> they didn't have that. They didn't have podcasts like this. They just had TV shows, beepers, pay phones. They had a completely different experience. And then the generation before then had the fucking depression. They had like those kids. Think about the stories your grandmother and great grandmother told, told you personally, my great grandmother. I know her story was just to go over it quickly. Her story was she, her mom died when she was eight. Her father was, uh, this is my great grandmother I'm talking about. Her mom died when she was eight. Her father was a raging alcoholic. So at eight years old, she had to start taking care of her six siblings. I don't even think she went to school. I think she went straight to work and worked ever since. And that's the life she had. She's like, she had it so, they were so dirt poor. She wouldn't eat for day. Like the story is incredibly sad. Could you fucking imagine? Like we think we're going through shit and we are, we are, but the things are so different. So there's no way to try to understand each other. What the hell is she holding with? Oh, it's the contractor. Cher is bugging out every time she sees one of the workers and whatever. Okay, back to what I was saying. So, oh, fuck. Oh, am I still recording? Yes. So I think pronouns are part of these generational differences. And I can, I practice duality. Okay. And I know that a lot of Gen Z's don't like that. And that's okay. That's their prerogative. And that's their opinion. I practice duality where I can, I have the the ability, right? That's what we do here. Cause we use critical thinking skills. We practice duality. We're also a majority women where we always have to practice duality, right? Because we get bullied more. And I think, I think pronouns are going to work for the people who feel like they need it. And I think that as harsh as label, how as complex and harsh as labeling could be, because you can label some someone as something negative, you can believe that a certain label is negative. There's so many different facets to it. But I think if you need the label and it helps you get through life at whatever stage you're in, then I think it's important. But I also think just like everybody else, we're, hold on, I'm out of breath because I got, (laughs) bitch, I need to get back in the gym. I haven't worked out in so long. (laughs) Oh my God. This is why I need to work out. I think I look good. But bitch, my I used to be strong and have way more. Whew, I fucking get out of breath and everything. I need to I need to go back to like working out more. Okay, anyway. Um, I think that if you need the label, if it helps you get through life easier, use the labels, use the pronouns if you need them. And I have nothing against that personally. I don't give a fuck. Let me know what you want me to call you. If I fuck it up, let me know. I'm sorry if I fuck it up. I'm also 32. I've lived how long before I even knew. I didn't even know what pronouns were. <laughs> I barely made it out of school. I didn't even know what pronouns were. Okay. So not only am I learning about um, people expressing their gender a different way, but I didn't even know. I'm learning English. Like, <laughs> I didn't even know this, the, 
the American education system. <laughs> like, I didn't even know what a pronoun was. I don't know what a noun is. Please, okay? I already told you I'm not the brightest. Don't, let's not fucking pretend. I just believe personally, if people need something, who gives a fuck? I don't give a fuck. I don't care what you want to be. I literally don't. I, as long as you're a good person and you mind your business, I'll mind mine. Like, that's it. I don't like nobody in my business. I don't like nobody trying to tell me what to do. As far as my life, don't judge my decisions. And I don't judge anybody else's. I don't care what you want to call yourself, what you believe you are, what, how you want to dress. I never fucking did. But here's my thing, right? I was raised that way from, I can remember, I went to fashion high school and I was already witnessing transgender people, gay people, queer people of all kinds. I was already exposed to that so young. So my brain developed that way. I never had some type of pre, what would you call that? There was no system I was not being indoctrinated to believe anything differently as far as who was good and bad. The good and bad was based on someone's character. Are you a fucking piece of shit? Like, are you bad to people? Do you do terrible things? That's what I knew as far as good and bad. I've never associated good and bad to someone's gender, sexuality, identity. Like, I never give. No, that's not how that went. When I was in school as young as 14, everybody, everything was cool. And if we didn't get something right, or if someone wanted to express who they are, how they are, they just told you. Like when my friends were gay, they would just be like, oh yeah, no, I'm gay. No, I'm lesbian. I'm bi. Like I learned about all that stuff from 14 and it was never some type of thing. Like it was mostly girls. So I'm not going to, you know, I'm sure there would have been gay boys kissing in the hallway too, but it was mostly women in the school. So it was always girls kissing in the school. Like it was always open and the school was in Chelsea. So like we were, I was just surrounded by all of these different things that everyone I feel like is experiencing now. Right. So in my brain, it's very easy for me to practice that duality of, yeah, no, I get it. Like you just want, you want people to call you something different. Okay, whatever. Like that's normal to me because that's what I've always known. I've always known people who wanted to be called different. We would make up different nicknames for each other. Like, oh no, that's not my name anymore. I want to be called this. Like this shit would happen every week, bitch. We had a re we renamed each other. Like this was very natural to me, right? But like I said, I practice duality. I understand that when you're not raised that way, when you are indoctrinated to believe in certain systems, when you were told from a kid in school that gay is bad your brain is not going to grasp that people want to have control over themselves they want to be respected a certain way you're not going to get that you're not going to get it because you've been told your whole life this is bad this is good and it's not based on character it's based on sexuality it's based on gender it's based on religion right like that's a whole different brain trying to adapt to 
women wanting to be men and men wanting to be women. They're indoctrinated to believe something completely different where my brain was not made that way. I was, I was raised to believe people are good or bad based on their character and how they want to call themselves is up to them. Just like I get to choose for myself as well. That's why I've changed my name a million times. Even my current name that I go by is not my full name. I've always had control over how I, I've dyed my hair at 15. Like you weren't telling me shit. I got my nose pierced at 14. Like I had a lot of control over how I wanted to be. Oh, hold on. Is this still recording? Yes. I had a lot of control over how I wanted to be respected and I identified, perceived, right? So I, I get it. I get it. I fully get it. But I also get how people don't get it. I do. There's people who live 30, 40, 50, 60, 70 years, their brain only conceptualizing one thing. And now you're telling them, well, you have to do this. You're going to run into, you're going to run into conflict. Is that right or wrong? I don't know. Because who's to say how you control somebody else's opinion? I know I don't want my opinion. I, if someone forced me to believe that being gay is bad, I'm going to fight you on it. You can't force me to believe that. So I could see how the other side feels the same way. They're passionate in their beliefs. We're all passionate in our beliefs. So I could see how things come up. And I, I, I again, I just think if, if pronouns make you feel better, and if you want to be called a certain way, just let me know. <laughs> just let me, I'm cool with it. Just let me know. I'm going to fuck it up. Probably. I'm definitely going to fuck it up. Like it, it's, it's just, it's going to be a natural fuck up. It's not because I don't respect you. It's just, you're not in my brain 24 seven. If you don't remind me, how am I going to remember that? That's my only thing. Like, don't get upset if I fuck it up. If I don't ask, I've lived 30 something year. 30, well, I'm going to be 32. So I, when did this begin around like 2021? 20, so I've lived 30 years um, not having to think about a pronoun unless someone corrected me. I'm going to try my best to always remember. But if you need to correct, just correct me. As long as you're not a dick about it, I won't be a dick about it. That's it. As far as like having stuff in bio and everything like that, again, I don't have it in my bio because you can call me a boy, you can call me a girl. I don't care. I'm a woman. I guess, yeah, I go by she, her whatever. If you fuck that up, I don't really care. Not a big deal. But again, if somebody feels like they really don't want anyone to fuck it up or misgender them and having pronouns in their bio makes them feel better, who gives a fuck? Let them put their name in their bio. Who cares? Like stop. I, it, it really got to a place where people try to control everything about each other. <laughs> you can't do that. You mind your business. You mind. I'm from New York. A lot of you are too. We mind our business here. Like, do what you got to do. Just don't, don't push that. Don't push things on me. Don't make me, don't try to bully me. Like, oh, you have, oh, uh, your pronouns in your bio. What are you a fucking liberal? I complain about this all the time. God forbid you have any type of duality or understanding or empathy. All of a sudden, it's like, all of a sudden you're labeled as one thing. We don't do that here. We have critical thinking skills. Okay. So that's why I think about pronouns. Let's move on. Let's move on. Um, hold on. 
this might be TMI, but blowjobs are boring. <laughs> well, you know, I don't really like to discuss. Um, I don't kiss and tell. Basically, I don't like to discuss sexual topics just because it's not my type of podcast. And it's not. Well, I listen to Call Her Daddy and stuff. It's not like I can't listen to it. It's just not. Ha- it's just not my MO. But I'll tell you what. I think that more women are bi than they actually know. I'm not saying you are. I'm just saying. I think if certain thing, I think that, I think that that will come to light more as the months and years pass. Just. And I think the same thing about the, uh, about men as well. I think more people are bi or not straight than they even know. So I'll leave that there. I like this one. Everyone should stay single in their twenties. You know, I agree. Even though I didn't, (laughs) I did not. And well, I did put for part of it. And, you know, I agree because things are really different now. Things are really, really different. Like I feel like the dating scene has dramatically changed and I have to agree. I think that, I think that if you're single in your twenties right now, I think you should wait. And I think you should, you know, give things a little bit of time. There's so many transitions and there's so many things happening at once right now. And the dating scene has completely changed and opinions and gender roles and there's so much happening and I feel like it's just a scary place to be. And I also feel like that whole notion of your twenties are the best years of your life. I mean, I think they can be, and I think that depends on privilege, but it's also some of the fucking hardest. Okay. I'm, I don't know who the fuck told me the twenties were going to be the best. Uh, no. I suffered. It was really fucking hard. Okay. Things that should have been, my brain was not clicking. Okay. Like there are so many things I did not figure out until I turned 30, until I was like 29, 31, even I'm still learning right now. I'm still learning. Like, I feel like I learned so much versus three months ago that I feel like I was almost brain dead in my twenties. And then I have some memories where I'm like, oh yeah, wow. I, I figured that out so early. I looked better then. Like it's very mixed, but it's such a, it's such a important time in your life that I think be as selfish as you can. We have so much more now. There's so much more you can access. There's so much more you can do. There's so many more things you can learn. There's so many more options. You should be alone in your twenties and experience all that. And the world has changed. So so many things have changed from when I was in my 20s to when the 20-year-olds are now in their 20s. And I absolutely think you should be single and do as many things as... Do you hear my stomach? I hope you don't. My belly's growling. Do as many things as you can and also build your community. And I wish I would have learned that younger, the, the community part, because that didn't click for me until 30 community and stuff didn't really click for me until around like 31. 
And I think the 20 year olds and the people in their 20s now, I think that's clicking for them as well. And I think it has a lot to do with our economy and the stuff that we went through. And I think people will be, you know, from what I'm seeing, because, you know, I keep my eyes on the outside as far and I talk to so many different people all the time. People want to stay single now. The dating scene is very, very fucking scary. Okay. All right. I'm going to read you some of mine. I have a bunch. Because <laughs> whenever I think of one, I put it on a list. All right. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. First one. Don't fight me on this. But I think posting when your friend gets engaged or something is really weird. Like when your friend gets engaged and you put it on your Instagram, I think if you're at the wedding and you take a picture with a bride and groom, I think that is really sweet. I think if you're at the engagement party and you take a picture with the bride and groom, or if you have, if you took a picture and like you, you know, you make a little carousel post and there was a cute like activate activation. Sorry. There was a cute like photo booth or something. And you take a picture and you're like, oh my God, congrats to the couple. But I think if it's a picture of your friend with her hand and the ring out and you're like, oh my God, my friends. That part to me is weird. I don't get it. But again, I'm not in that group. Like I'm not, I've never been that kind so maybe that's why I don't understand it. So again, take me with a grain of salt. Don't get offended. I come from a completely different world, very non-traditional. So to me, it's like a little bit weird. Like, why are you posting your friend's engagement? <laughs> like, just go to the engagement party and wish them well. Like, I feel so phony to me. It feels like try hard. It just doesn't ring genuine. If it, it looks weird. But like I said, it's all about tone and delivery. If you're at the wedding and you're like, oh my God, congrats, beautiful wedding. That I get because you're having a good time. You're sharing the experience. But why are you sharing somebody else's experience? I could see if it's a business, like if your friend has a new business, hey, my my friend started this business, check out what they have. This is really great. And you want to help promote them, you know, so they can grow their business. But an engagement, like it's, it's like a little bit private. Like what are you doing? If I Oh my God. So help me God. So help me God. If somebody posted my relationship stuff on their fucking Instagram. Oh, ah, I'm calling them, please. Um, I feel like I said this last time. So if this is repetitive. I apologize. I really feel like I said this, so I'm just going to say it and I won't go too far into it. I think drugs should be legal and we should have facilities that test the drugs that you choose to use recreationally. And I think that will get everyone to a, a more of a harm reduction place. Um, I don't think the U.S. is ever going to do that because that's far too open-minded. And a lot of the economy is built on, a you know, all these different things are actual industries to make money, like the jail, jail systems, the big pharma companies, they need people to be fucked up and sick. But I do, I think drugs should be legal. And I think if drugs were legal, I think we'd have less drug addicts. And it, do your own research. Look it up if you want to. I would need a whole separate podcast to unpack that for you. But that's my opinion. It's very unpopular. People hate hearing that. 
that's my opinion. I think drugs should just be legal. And I think we should be taught about it more. I think there should be facilities that test the drugs that people buy off of the fucking street. I think if there was more education on these things, people would probably be less inclined to try it or get into it or say drug addicts. Anyway, uh, moving on. I don't think ranch is that good. <laughs> okay. It's good. It's good. It's just not that good. But you know what ranch is really fucking good? The ghost pepper one from Wendy's. Cause you know, I love my Wendy's. Oh my God, bitch. I love McDonald's and Wendy's. well, I like fast food, but I like Wendy's too. And the fucking ghost pepper ranch is so hot. Oh, my mouth was burning, but it is so good. It's way better than just regular ranch. Regular ranch is just not that good. It's good, but it's not. Come on. Come on. I think homemade is better too. So you can make it extra seasoned, but the regular, I'm just, I don't know. It tastes a little bit weird. I feel like I said this one too. Okay. The word, uh, this is what I wrote down. I feel like I was high when I wrote this. The word hate and creating a false reality of hate is a strong word. And then I wrote, it's as strong as you, you let it be. I was definitely high as fuck when I wrote that, but I get what, I get what I mean by it because I do feel this way. I fucking hate when I say something and somebody is like, don't say that. Don't say that. The hate is such a strong word. Shut up. Stop it. No, it's not. I'm, some people are dramatic. Some people are extra expressive. I choose my words as best as I can to my cognitive abilities. If I'm choosing to use the word hate, I don't care how deeply you feel about it. It's my word choice because sometimes I'll be like, oh, I hate that. And I don't mean it like, like, what do you mean is a strong word? What the fuck are you talking about? What does that mean? What let people hate things let people hate things, let people hate each other. What the fuck do you care? So it, so, so it's a strong word. So, okay. Then I, I want to use a strong word then. Like, I don't get the policing of that. And it's so fucking irritating. What is that from? Is that from a religion or something that I didn't learn? Because I don't get it and I can't fucking stand it. And I feel like I'm the only person who feels that way. I hear more, oh, don't say that, versus like, yeah, same, hate that bitch. Like, why? So I think it's unpopular, but maybe it's not unpopular. Okay, this one is a little judgmental, but I mean it from a place of like, oh, I've been there. Okay. Okay, I'll just say, dry January sounds like, this is what I wrote down, dry January sounds like a soft launch of you admitting your alcoholism. I'm laughing because... I'm just reading it. I had this list for so long. So I don't, that's why I'm reading it like somebody else wrote it. Cause I just keep a list in my phone. What type of fucking hateful, hateful, hate ass bitch am I that I have a list in my phone <laughs> of my unpopular opinions? Okay. Yeah. So I feel like dry January is very like, what do you mean? Why are you announcing it? Why do you need to do that? Like, I feel like, okay, you need to acknowledge your alcoholism. I also have um, the next one. So these two go hand in hand, right? People don't know what alcoholism is. And I've briefly mentioned this to you before, and maybe we could do a whole episode on this, but I've had alcoholism. 
It doesn't mean I'm a recovering alcoholic, but it means that I have suffered from alcoholism before physically and mentally. I have. Alcoholism runs my family. I've done it. Okay. And I wasn't even 21 yet. So I learned very early what that means. And there's a difference. Okay. So alcoholism doesn't, and being an alcoholic doesn't always mean that you're shaking and sick if you don't drink. That's not what that means. That can happen. And that that's when it starts getting very, very bad. But that's not what that means. Alcoholism has different degrees of what it means to abuse alcohol. Like a lot of college kids don't realize that what they're doing is a form of alcoholism. It's basically like when you can't just enjoy having a cocktail. If you have to drink a lot to get rid of anxiety, if you have to drink in order to be social, if you can't just have one, if you have to make it a point to not drink for an entire month and that's like a mental thing where you need to be like, oh no, yeah, no, 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 I can't drink this month. Like you might have something going on. I don't think, I'm not saying you need to go to AA meetings or go to fucking therapy. I'm not saying all that. I'm not calling you an alcoholic, but there's a level of alcoholism in there that should be addressed because it's a slippery slope. And especially after the pandemic, I know that it was really stressful and, you know, we all get it. I get it. I'm not, I'm not, you know, I'm not innocent. I've been there. I had a really tough time. Okay. I get it. But I think people genuinely don't know when they're suffering from alcoholism because I didn't know. I didn't know. And I had to be told. And once I was told, I was like, whoa, (laughs) true. (laughs) That is exactly what's going on. And then I corrected it. And I, I don't mean it from a place of like, I'm better than you. No, no, no. Because still, even recently, um, not recently, but I've not that I struggled with it again, but I noticed that I'll, I don't, okay. The first time I suffered with it, it was terrible. I was really out of control, but I do notice I'll go through periods where I can't just have one right? Like that's a problem. I'll, I'll keep going because I, part of my personality is chasing, like, like I'll do shit cause I'm bored. It's very impulsive. You know, I'm, I'm more of a fire than water. Like I look for trouble sometimes. Right. And I recently, when I went to, I was really proud of myself when I went to last brand dinner, I made sure like to really limit myself and have control over what I was drinking and doing when typically I'm so, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll keep going. Okay. I'll be out at eight o'clock in the morning. Like that's insane. But that's part of my personality that I know I need to keep in check because I have the potential to get out of hand for no good reason other than I just chase excitement, like inappropriately. Like I'll just chase excitement for what? Because I lack boundaries even with myself. I, it's, it's like lack of boundaries. And I noticed that. So I'm going to be 32 soon. And I even, re- oh, wow, I still have to. Okay, wait, this is a brand dinner. I don't want to feel sick tomorrow. I'm going to have a cocktail. I'm going to drink a lot, a lot of water in between. 
and then maybe I'll have another cocktail. I'm going to drink a lot of water. I'm going to eat something. Like I really, really paced myself. And then I went to puppy yoga and it was a fun day. It, it was typically like a type of day, like, oh, let's get a drink. But I knew for myself, no, no, no. I could still have a good time. I do not need to drink. I don't want to feel sick tomorrow. I don't want to feel sick later. I have to have those internal dialogues because I, you know, once it, once the martini hits my lips, <laughs> once it hits my lips, I'm just, I think it's like a party. And that's a lack of boundary with alcohol. And I think it's so normalized to just get out of control that people aren't really aware of their alcoholism. And again, I don't mean it from a place of like, I'm better than you. I'm, I mean it from a place of like, same bitch. <laughs> like I, I have, that's part of my life that I will always need to keep my eye on. And I have avoided alcohol for years before. There's been years when I was like 21, I didn't even drink because I was already done at that point. <laughs> there, there's just been periods of time where I fully just wrote off alcohol because I didn't have a good um, control over it. Also, because we just spoke about this in my last episode, when I was diagnosed, I think that whole like year, I wouldn't touch anything because I knew I will turn into an addict if I touch a single fucking thing. So I wouldn't even drink. I was too scared. I knew that if I try to numb this pain that I'm going through, I won't stop. I fucking knew that. And I didn't touch anything. It was so hard for me to not be an addict. It was so hard because there were so many nights that I wanted to drink. I wanted to go out. I wanted to smoke. I wanted to take a Xanax and I wouldn't do it because I knew I'm not going to stop. Like if I feel good and if I, if I don't get myself to feel good naturally, like meaning like turn to somebody I love, meaning like call, calling my mom <laughs> all hours of the night, having her um, pray with me. I, I The only way I got through without becoming an addict of some sort was praying a lot, a lot of gospel. I'm not even Christian. <laughs> a lot of gospel, a lot of Christian music, just because the words were so nice. Um, a lot of prayer. I prayed all the time. A lot of crying, a lot of prayer, a lot of walking, walking meditations. I didn't want to touch a substance. So I don't mean it from a place of like, I'm better than you. I mean it from like, nah, me too. <laughs> I need to watch what I do. Because if I'm feeling down and I turn to a substance that, that I know will make me feel better, I'll just keep going. And that's dangerous. So I purposely don't. I just be fucking suffering cold turkey. <laughs> be raw dogging it, especially when it's hard. So I try to save those tokens for when I'm happy and I'm less likely to like, you know what I mean? We can talk about that a different day if you want to. Okay. Moving on. Pesto. Oh yeah. Pesto is gross. <gasps> I know people love pesto and they fucking put it on everything. There'll be such a good little sandwich or something on the menu. And then one extra ingredient they put on it for no reason, pesto. Ew, I fucking don't like it. I don't know why though. Everybody loves it. I don't know why I don't like it. I Here's the other thing. I don't fucking like it and I'll always try it again. I'll always try it again. 
if somebody's past, oh, want to try it? Yes. Because what if that one time this one place makes it good? <laughs> but every single time I don't fucking like it. Um, okay, here's one. Hot to hot traveling. I don't like, I don't get it. I, this is because I'm in New York though. I realize like this is different for everybody. And you know, the kids are off from school in the summer and teachers. I get it. But for me personally, do not ask me to go somewhere hot if it's hot in New York. Why the fuck would I do that? Why would I waste money, outfits, vacation time, calories? (laughs) Why would I do all that in the summer? I'm saving all that for when it's fucking negative 30 here. That's when I will use all that and go somewhere hot. Why would I? But then I realized, you know, people live somewhere warm it's nice to go to the south of france in the summer i'm not letting that go by the way i still want to get married in south france (laughs) i still need to go to eden rock i didn't let it go i don't i don't want personally my unpopular opinion don't ask me to go somewhere hot when it's hot here i live in new york when it's hot here i'd rather be here hot the summer in new york city is amazing there's no reason for me to go somewhere else Hold on. I don't know when my boyfriend's coming home and going to interrupt my fucking podcast. <laughs> I should have recorded earlier, but I was waiting to see if they would be done. Okay, anyway, moving on. Did I lose my place? Oh, yeah, I said this earlier. If you don't enjoy brushing your dog or walking them, you just shouldn't get one and it's not for you. And I mean brushing them. Like, Don't get a fucking dog that needs to be brushed and cleaned and let it go. It takes, if you train them, the beginning is always going to be hard when you get a new dog, whether it's a rescue or a new puppy, whatever you do, train them to be brushed and walked. And then it doesn't take that fucking long. It doesn't take me long to, to groom her myself. And if I'm taking long, it's because I just like to do it. Like I fucking love it. I don't know if I could do somebody else's dog, but I love taking care of her fur. We know this. I'm a DIY queen. I love doing my hair. I love doing my nails. I love, same for her. I love it. I love doing my mom's hair. This is the type of person I am. I love it. But still, I think if you are not, if you don't have the patience to sit with them and comb them and clean their feet, their paw, their feet, (laughs) sicko, fucking crazy dog mom. If you don't have the patience for that, just don't get one. Because they rely on you a thousand percent. You are their only saving. They're at your fucking mercy. So it's like, it's like, think about it. Like if your mom didn't brush your hair and tell you to brush your teeth and do all these things for you, you would have just been going to school dirty. That's the same thing with your pa. I know it's a dog, but stop. We don't live in the, it's 2023. Dogs are kids. Stop. Although, listen, bitch, um, if the coyotes keep breeding out here, oh, yeah, there's coyotes. If the coyotes, I'm getting a great Pyrenees and he's going to hang out in the backyard. I'm not fucking kidding. I'll build a beautiful outdoor kennel. But if there's coyotes and shit, I'm getting a fucking great Pyrenees for the backyard. Because I don't fuck with that shit. (laughs) Chi Chi is not that big and she is not. I don't think she can fight a coyote. Like I'm getting a great Pyrenees for the yard. So let me just say that now. Okay, moving on. 
is this podcast crazy? Whatever. We just won't tell anyone about this episode. It'll just be between us. Okay. If you, if you, if you listen to the episode, then you knew about it. If you don't, you don't. That's, that's what we do with the bad ones. Okay. This one. And for parents, I know we get sensitive. I don't have a kid. Keep this in mind. I just have Cher, but I also do know her big three. I think your parents should know your Zodiac sign. I do. I think here's my other unpopular opinion. I think you were insane. If you think we're not tied to the universe, like what? It just, I don't get how people don't get that. We literally have floods when the moon is too close to us. You think we're not tied to these things? You think we're that separated from the earth? We are so close to all of it. This is what we're made of. We are the stars. We are the earth. Like what the fuck? Think about it. We're human beings. We need the, we need air, which is on earth. We need water, which is on earth. We need food, which is grown here on earth. We're completely tied to the planets. So to not have any knowledge of star placements, the universe, and things that have been documented for ever about star signs and zodiac and astrology, to not at least believe in a little bit of it is crazy. So I think (laughs) this is so millennial of me. I think you should absolutely, absolutely know your child's big three as well as your own. You can look it up. And again, I don't know how accurate it is, but I think even some of it would help parents better understand their own kid because a lot of it is just too close to be true. And I know a lot of it is very like confirmation bias, like, oh, you're, you'll reread it. So it feels like it applies to your life. I get it. I get it. But I do think there's some truth, truth to these things. And I told you guys, I had a, did I tell you I had a fucked up astrology reading in 2016 or 2017. I'll never forget it. And it was given to me against my will. And he said, you're going to have everything you want. And it's going to be very hard. You're going to have it really hard. Let me fucking tell you, bitch. (laughs) It hasn't been easy. That's for sure. It's been very fucking hard. (laughs) Like, oh my God, what a terrible reading. Like, you don't know whether to be happy or not. I was like, well, how long is it going to be hard? (laughs) Now I want to, I've just told my mom recently, I want another tarot or another psychic reading because (laughs) how much longer is it going to be hard? (laughs) I can't. But then again, that gives me anxiety, tarot readings and psychic readings. It gives me anxiety because I'm a little obsessive. So if you put it in my head, that's what I'm going to obsess over. And that's what I'm going to create you know, so I'm a little, you know, I don't know, but yeah, that's what I feel about zodiac signs. I feel like if you have kids, look up their sign and get to know it a little bit. Okay. Um, okay. This one, I feel like used to be unpopular, but it's not unpopular now, but I'm going to say it anyway. I think moving out on your own or starting a business or getting a divorce or buying a house is equally, if not even more monumental than getting married. And I believe it deserves the same support from your friends and your family. I think that if you're moving out on your own as a single person, especially a single woman, 
if your friends and family do not crowd around you with the same fucking love and energy, the way they give someone who's getting married, that's crazy to me. If anything, it should be even more so to the woman who's now going to live on her own while we still have a pay gap and pink tax. Like, why are you giving this couple with a dual income thousands of dollars in appliances and not the woman who's about to be on her own on one income in a society that does not give a livable wage to the majority of its people. I don't get it. And just logically, just using my pragmatic brain, that does not make sense to me. Why do we celebrate love so much when marriage was never for love? That's a very modern take. I think now we need to adjust it a little bit. And if your friend is starting a business, if your friend is moving out on her own, if your friend is, or he, she, whatever, doesn't matter, girls, gays, and days, moving out on their own, starting a business, um, getting a divorce, which is costly, devastating, and draining, um, getting a puppy, or just doing non-conventional things on their own that means a lot to them or any of the support it the same way. If anything, if, if, if your friend bought a house, but they never had a wedding, why wouldn't you show up with the same love and support when they bought a house? Like the house is more fucking expensive than a fucking wedding, depending on the wedding. But you know what I mean? I feel like those things don't make sense anymore. I get it. Like if you want to get married and you're all in love and it means a lot to you for your religion. Okay. But I'm talking about just modern day. Why do the people who choose to be single and not have kids get kicked to the curb? And this just, ex- it's been very expensive. <laughs> it's been very expensive. And I've always felt that way, even when I was single and I did live on my own. I didn't understand now my people, meaning my mom, <laughs> my mom and friends did crowd around me and helped me the best that they could. Like I, I'll never forget it. Cindy came with all this. I could cry thinking about it, of course, because I always cry, but I can cry thinking about it. She came with paper towels and toilet paper and plates, a plate set. Like she just had so many things that I didn't even think of that helped me so much when I had nearly nothing. Like, did I have a mattress? I think I only had a mattress. <laughs> I have to show you guys a picture because I found it in my phone of my very pathetic little apartment. And still my apartment is is a privilege compared to apartments and the projects and stuff. Like people really, really have nothing, really have nothing. And I still, I had something. Okay. And even my something I had nothing in there, bitch. <laughs> no, I didn't have a pot to piss in. I was eating $1 fucking ramens from Trader Joe's. I was eating apples <laughs> because the apples were so cheap. <laughs> it's funny now, but oh my God, it's not funny. I think those things should have been more supported. I think, I think if you know your friend is moving out on her own or she just got divorced, like we need registries for that. We need give the same, ask for her Amazon list, give gift cards, ask if she would like to celebrate anything because those things are so much harder to get through and, and 
the support is so important. Community is so important. Please, I'm, I'm going to keep saying it. Oh my God, can you hear that? Should I go in the basement? I feel like you can't hear it though. I can't tell. They're drilling something. It's so loud. Okay, I'm almost done anyway. I'll try to listen to this. And if you hear it, I'll throw it out. Or I'll just put it on Patreon. I don't know. Okay. I don't. Here's my next one. I don't think. This is such a long list. Maybe I'll do one more and then like shut the fuck up already. I don't think therapy is effective for some. Hold on. Slow down. I know. That's a dangerous thing to say. Slow down. I know. I know. I know. I'm not talking to kids here. I checked my demographic. There are no teenagers or kids here. It is all us. Between us, I don't think therapy is effective for some people. And I think some people's therapists aren't effective. Now, I am someone who should probably be in therapy. I know that. But I would be receptive. And part of the reason that I don't go is because I know that there's parts of me I'm not ready to be receptive about, right? So me going would just be like what? But I think there are people who have a dangerous way of thinking, dangerous as in they do hurt other people, and then they go to therapy. And if their therapist is not knowledgeable on extreme levels of narcissism, manipulation, if they don't know this and can't spot it, they're going to therapy and lying and just being validated. And they leave with an even bigger ego than they went in there with. Okay. Clearly, I'm talking from personal experience, (laughs) but I think this is the case. I think sometimes therapy can exacerbate people's narcissism and make them even more difficult. And I also think it's counterintuitive for themselves, too. I think it's counterproductive in their own lives where they start to get in their own way and see and don't really get results, but in their head, they feel better about themselves but they're not actually contributing to society. They're not, they're not being a healthy member of their community at all. Do you know what I mean by that? Like maybe they feel very high and mighty about their own beliefs because they're going to therapy and like getting validated, but really they're going back home and being toxic to others. Let me know what you think on that. I know it's very trivial and listen, I'm open to different takes. And you know me, duality, critical thinking. I'll probably change my mind. I don't know. But I just really think that some therapists are just not that good. I think that some people shouldn't even be in there. (laughs) Just like shouldn't even be in there. Let people hold them accountable. And they need to go or just get a different therapist. Like maybe they do need a therapist, but the ones they have aren't up to date. And I also think a lot, this is an, again, another episode, we would need to do like a history lesson on this. I think a lot of diagnoses, is the word diagnoses? I think a lot of those are wrong. I think the way they were created is, I think we just have more information now that if we were to go back, unpack how, how do we even get this diagnosis? Who decided that's what it is? Who decided these characteristics that get you to the diet? Like, I think if we backtrack, we'll find a lot of flaws. Okay. I think a lot of people who were told they have bipolar or have BPD actually have different, different levels of autisms. I think 
and that's okay. I don't think those are bad things. I just think that a lot of the therapies and structures out there to try to help people with these, with these, um, things they're experiencing aren't working because they're being misdiagnosed and they're also being overly medicated for things that they don't have. And that's why we see a lot of people switching between different antidepressants, different stimulants, and in the long run, getting fucked up because they're being misdiagnosed because we don't, we have more information now. There's more drugs, but the drugs are based on old systems of of a diagnosis, right? Like we have new drugs for a very old system. I think we also need a new system for the new drugs. Does that make sense? I'm not a doctor. I could just be spewing a lot of bullshit. Okay. (laughs) Feel free to fucking curse me out. (laughs) Let me know your opinion. I'm open to it. Okay. Moving on. Oh, okay. I'm done. Oh, I'm almost done. Okay. Wait, I'll, I'll I'll do this one and then we'll wrap it up here because I got stuff to do anyway. Okay. Taking offense to when someone says they don't like your astrology sign, please get a fucking grip. Get a fucking grip. Please. It's insane. So what? They don't like your shots. So who cares? They don't have to. It doesn't mean it's just you. Like not everything's about you. (laughs) Some of us have very bad experiences with your sign. You're not my favorite sign. So I know a lot of people who do not like a cancer sign. I get it. I don't even know if I like them. And I am a cancer. Like I don't even know if I like cancer signs and I'm a cancer. So what? It's just the, if someone says they don't like you now, if you feel like it's a sneak diss because they don't like you, well, then that's something else to talk about. That happens. People will, you know, try to sneak diss you. They just don't fucking like you. That's different. But if someone just genuinely like they don't like your sign, okay, they don't like your sign. Like Gemini's, raise your hand. A lot of us don't like your sign. A lot of us do. I happen to have had lovely experiences with Gemini's. I think they're very dynamic. I think they're very smart. I think they're very charismatic. I happen to like them. But boy, do they get ripped a new asshole. <laughs> I like them. I think, um, who else? Oh, people do not like Aquarius signs. People don't like Pisces. People don't like Virgos. Like those are the big signs that people really shit talk on. And then Scorpio, I feel like is usually on that list, but there's always people who are like, I don't want to love them, but I do like Scorpios are just so, I get it. It's really the water signs. (laughs) The water and earth signs are tough. I get it. Like I said, I'm a fucking cancer. I don't know if I would, I don't like cancer signs either. I dated one. It's terrible. It's a terrible experience. <laughs> it was a terrible experience. I fully get it. <laughs> I fully get it. What did I say? I would do one more. Um. Oh my god, this one's so. Mm, should I just finish it? How many do I have left? I wrote so many, bitch. Why do I have so many? Like, girl, you're opinionated. I'm going to have to, there's so many left. I'm going to have to save them for a different episode. Okay. I'll do one more. Um, okay. Children and pets. There's a lot of pets today. Clearly like you tell my for you pages. I don't think 
children should be left unattended with pets. And I don't think that whole like, oh, he'll be fine. She'll be fine. No. Listen, I love my little girl. And to me, she is my little girl. Right. But I'll be fucking damned if I'm going to do the whole, oh, she'll be fine with a baby around. No. She is still an animal. She does not use words. And I could read her body language and the way she breathes as best as I can. But it takes a fucking second for her to be grabbed wrong, pinched wrong, scared. She could be in pain that we don't know about and feel a little bit sassy and throw those fucking teeth on a baby. Do you know what I'm saying? Like as much as she is my little girl and in my head, she's like a sweet tooth um, hybrid baby character. (laughs) And as delusional as I am, she's an animal. She's a fucking dog. And I can't read her mind, even though I think I can. Right. So I'm never going to just not pay attention when there's a baby around her. Also, I just really don't think it's necessary. I don't like the whole like, oh, how is she with kids? Well, it's, I don't know, but who cares? (laughs) I don't care. Why do the kids have to be around the, around the pet? I think that the conversation should be, I think that, okay, I get it. If you have a pet and then you want to have a baby. Okay, that's fine. I just think both should be raised with the right boundaries. I think a baby should be taught to not just approach an animal and to really treat having a pet in the house with respect and all animals with respect. Okay. And I think we're getting there. Millennials really know how to do that, right? I think we're getting there. And I think it should be vice versa. Versa. I think the animals should be socialized as best as possible. And if you have a rescue where that's just never going to be the case, but you still love and care for the animal, I think when you have a baby over the animal, not in a cage, you don't have to kennel them or anything like that, but maybe separate the rooms. I just think boundaries should be really important when it comes to pets and animals. And I'm not one of those people that's like, oh, she'll be fine. She'll be fine. No. Mm-mm. She is trained and she is socialized and she is very, very good because we have one of our nieces who comes by and, you know, she goes and gives her kisses and shit like she's very good. She doesn't she doesn't like care about kids. She's not one of the the puppies that's like, oh, my God, she's so sweet with the baby. No, Cher doesn't give a fuck about the baby. She don't give a fuck about anybody. (laughs) She cares. She has her favorite people. That's it. She's a child. Okay, she's very she's as bougie as it seems. She don't care about no babies. She don't want to be hugged and kissed. She doesn't even want me cuddling her. But I'm on top of her. Okay. When we have the baby here, her harness stays on. And I'll tell the parents, listen, if you feel you need to grab her by the harness and rip her back, because it's not going to hurt her, right? Because I have her harness on with a handle. If you feel you need to grab the harness, grab the harness because it's not going to hurt her. It's going to you could put her in air jail because <laughs> luckily she's not that big. Like you could air jail her if you need to. And that will work just fine. You don't need to grab her face. You don't need to grab her tail. You don't need to grab her. Po- nothing. Grab the harness. We've never had to do that. But do you know what I'm saying? Set a boundary and make it very clear. Don't go. I hate hearing that. Oh, she'll be fine. Stop. There's no reason why we can't be cautious. I don't get it. What are we forcing here? We could be cautious. She's still a puppy. She's still an animal. Let's be proactive instead of, you know, trying to fix it later. Let's just be proactive. 
like just watch when she when the baby is near her and when she's near the baby that's it don't let the baby touch her face don't let the baby go to pet her yet now if the baby's like three or four and can communicate really well and you teach them how to put their hands out properly great but i feel like small babies when they're still learning their grip and strength and don't know what they're grabbing like why do you need them to touch the pets anyways like who cares if you're not you know what i mean like who cares we could wait <laughs> we could set those boundaries later i don't understand why it's always forced and that's a very unpopular opinion i i see because <laughs> anytime i'm like oh wait 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 there are people are always oh my gosh she's fine no 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 <laughs> just please listen to me thank you <laughs> oh okay my last one i know i said that four times already my last one and then for real I think when people are like, oh my God, you look like so-and-so. I think it's a little rude. I think you shouldn't do that. And I know it's always from a good place. Like usually it's someone beautiful and they're like, oh my God, you look just like, and she's gorgeous. I get it. But it, I don't know. Like it's unnecessary. I feel, I feel like save that for gossip, right? I believe gossip is healthy. I'm not one of the people that's like, oh my God, don't go. We gossip here, right? Okay gossip is very healthy. Save that for gossip. When you're gossiping with a girlfriend and a friend and that girl, you know, looks like so-and-so that's when you say, oh my God, she looks like, don't say it to her. Now, if you want to be shady and sneak this, by all means, <laughs> say it to her. <laughs> but if you're, if you think you're being cutesy, it's not, it's like childish. It's like high school. Save that for gossip. It's just unnecessary, in my opinion. All right, guys, I'm going to stop here. They're still drilling. I hope you can't hear it. I still have a majority of this list left. <laughs> so I'm going to post the episode tomorrow. And if I should finish finish it and you want to do a bonus, let me know. Um, Is that all I have to say? Yes. Yes, it's a chaotic episode. Okay, I'm going to post this as soon as possible. Thanks for being patient with me. And... I should be back to normal for next week because I think this is the last day that they're here unless there's more stuff I'm not aware of. Okay, guys. Um, thank you for listening. Stay well. And I love you. Bye.